What is a vinaigrette? How do you make one? And why should you care? Those are all good questions that I'm about to answer because this is Food in 5 and today we're talking about everything I know about vinaigrette. What is a vinaigrette? Well, a vinaigrette is a mixture or an emulsion of oil and vinegar most commonly used to dress salads. An emulsion is a mixture of two liquids that don't typically mix. Some vinaigrettes have a stronger emulsion, which means they stay together longer, and a weak emulsion will break, which means the oil and vinegar separate within a few minutes. Typically, a vinaigrette is held together by a binder. In the case of a homemade vinaigrette, this is most commonly mustard. This can be any style of prepared mustard or even ground mustard seed. When used in a vinaigrette, mustard is playing the same role as egg yolks do in a mayonnaise. Both mustard seeds and egg yolks contain a substance called lecithin, which is both hydrophilic excuse me, and lipophilic, meaning it attracts water and fatty substances. All that really means is that it creates a bond between the vinegar and the oil. A strong emulsion is one that is built slowly. This allows time for a strong bond to form. That is why when making a vinaigrette, the recipe usually calls for the addition of oil in only a few drops to start. Once the base of the emulsion is built, the oil can be added more quickly. A strong emulsion will hold together for days, weeks, or even months. Oil to vinegar ratio. There is a limit to how much oil and vinegar can be emulsified together. Generally, a ratio of 3 to 1 oil to vinegar is followed. However, a 4 to 1 ratio is common as well. A 4 to 1 ratio will yield a thicker, creamier vinaigrette. So if you wanted one cup of salad dressing, you could use either a quarter cup vinegar and three quarters of a cup of oil, or one third a cup vinegar and two thirds a cup of oil. Which brings up the next point, what is the best oil to use? There isn't really one type of oil that is best suited to making a vinaigrette. Really, it comes down to the flavor you're looking for. For example, if you wanted to make a vinaigrette that tasted of hazelnuts, you would likely want to use a hazelnut oil. More commonly, the flavor of a vinaigrette comes from the vinegar and additional flavoring ingredients. Flavored vinegar may include raspberry, balsamic, apple cider, white wine, red wine. You get the idea. Because the flavor isn't typically coming from the oil, we generally want a neutral flavor um, oil. Excuse me. The oil, uh, this could be canola oil, sunflower oil, or any number of other oils. Using olive oil and vinaigrettes. Olive oil has a pretty strong and distinct flavor that can be overpowering in large doses. This means that it isn't well suited to being used to make vinaigrettes. I should say that I often use a quarter olive oil and three quarters canola oil to make my vinaigrettes. Um, and that way I get a little bit of that olive oil flavor, but it isn't going to ruin my vinaigrette. What type of vinegar should you use? The type of vinegar you use is most commonly what dictates the flavor and the name of the vinaigrette. A white wine vinaigrette is made with white wine vinegar. So you can use any kind of vinegar you want, just try and pair it with the ingredients in the salad you'll be using the vinaigrette on. Also, if you're making a balsamic vinaigrette, use balsamic vinegar. Other ingredients. It is very common uh, for there to be a sweet element in vinaigrettes. This helps to balance the acidity. The sweetness can come from the addition of honey or maple syrup. It may come from the vinegar like balsamic or it may be the combination of two or more things. The only rule here is that we still want a bit of that acidity. Um, so don't sweeten the dressing too much. For one cup of vinaigrette, I usually use one to two tablespoons of honey. 
Herbs and spices, garlic and shallots, can also be added to a vinaigrette to add flavor. Again, it comes down to the type of vinaigrette you are making and how you will be using it. How to make a vinaigrette. So the first step in making a vinaigrette is to combine the vinegar with a binder. For one cup of vinaigrette, this would be a quarter cup vinegar and one teaspoon mustard powder or Dijon. To this, other ingredients like honey and herbs can be added. This is all whisked together. The second step is to start adding the oil. Always start with just a few drops of oil and add it while whisking. There are two main ideas that you need to keep in mind. The first is that you're trying to break the oil into tiny, tiny droplets with the whisk as this makes it easier for the oil to bond with the vinegar. The second is that you're trying to build a foundation without overpowering the binding power of the mustard. Now once the first few drops of oil have been whisked into the vinegar, add a few more. Do this three or four times. You shouldn't really be able to see any oil separation or oil floating on top of the vinegar at this point. Now in a slow steady stream while whisking, add the remaining oil. You may want to stop the stream every once in a while to make sure the oil is being properly absorbed. Once all the oil has been added, taste the vinegar and adjust the seasoning with salt and pepper. Storing a vinaigrette. Vinaigrettes should be stored covered in the fridge. Because of the nature of the acidity and the oil in the vinaigrette, it will last for weeks if not months. A well-made vinaigrette should hold together for a very long time. However, over time the oil and vinegar may separate. This is common. If this happens, just shake the mixture back together before use. Conclusion Knowing how to make a vinaigrette from scratch is a very valuable skill. With this basic knowledge, you can make an unlimited amount of salad dressings. Just stay within the 3 to 1 or 4 to 1 ratio and play with adding different ingredients. You won't believe what you're able to make. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been everything I know about vinaigrette. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like, share, and rate the podcast and tell your friends about it. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you have a fantastic Friday and an even more fantastic weekend. I'll be back on Monday with another fantastic episode of Food and 5. I'll see you then.